Christmas, people. Enjoy the peace of Christ and keep listening to a review. Good morning to you, my friends. How are you doing this morning? How was your night? I hope you've had a lovely and peaceful night rest and God bless you. How was your weekend in all? I hope you enjoyed the grace, love, mercy, and peace of Christ. I welcome you to a new week, a new day, a fresh start for you and hi. And of course, I welcome you to review Advent Christmas special. It's your host here and your dear friend, Esther. This morning, let's strengthen and encourage ourselves in the Lord with the topic titled, Hello, Have You Got Room? Our topic, to encourage and strengthen ourselves in the Lord this morning, is titled, Hello, Have You Got Room? Have you ever thought about what the first Christmas looked like? How the young couple who were to have the royal baby went from one place to another? Looking for a place or somewhere to stay to have their baby? You see, friends, what we have today is nothing compared to what happened on the very first Christmas. It had nothing of what we do and how we feel in today's Christmas, to be quite honest with you. Therefore, journey with me this morning as we take a closer look at Luke's account about Mary, Joseph, and their baby boy Jesus. As we read from the second chapter of Luke, first to the seventh verse, that is Luke chapter 2. Verses 1 to 7, for better understanding. And it reads, And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, 
the days were completed for us to be delivered. Verse 7, where we shall stop, says, And she brought forth our firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. There was no room for them in the inn. The Lord bless the reading together of his holy word. Amen. Mm. Did you pay close attention? What? Did you just read there was no room for the Savior to be born in the inn? A more suitable place for a normal child, at least, to be born. Well, yes. Exactly. This is what we are on about. You see, the situation on the night that led to the Savior's birth looked more like a desperate scene. Yes, I think that's the right word. Mary and Joseph was desperate. This was their firstborn child, son. This couple were desperate for at least a room. I mean, she had to give birth. It was time. But there was no room. What would the innkeeper have done differently if he knew this was God? Only if everyone who denied this couple room knew. Only if they knew. Hello. Have you got room? I'm afraid this is all we've got time for this morning. Why don't you join me again tomorrow morning as we take another look? Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you again bright and early tomorrow morning. But until then, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now and forever. Amen.
morning. How was your night? I hope you've had a lovely and a pleasant night rest. God bless you. You are welcome to review Advent Christmas special. It's your host and your dear friend here, Esther. And this morning and tomorrow morning, Let's look at a topic I have titled The One of a Kind King. The One of a Kind King. And so please, join with me if you will as we read from the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 16, verse 1. Then we go to verses 10 to 13. The One of a kind king. 1 Samuel chapter 16 verse 1 
And we go on to read verses 10 all through to 13. Verse 1 reads, Now the Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, saying, I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and go. I am sending you to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, for I have provided myself a king among his son. Verses 10 to 13 reads, Thus Jesse made seven of his son pass before Samuel. And Samuel said to Jesse, The Lord has not chosen this. And Samuel said to Jesse, Are all the young men here? Then he said, There remains yet the youngest, and there he is, keeping the sheep. And Samuel said to Jesse, Send and bring him, for we will not sit down till he comes. So he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy, with bright eyes and good looking. And the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is the one. Verse 13, where we shall stop, says, Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So Samuel arose and went to Ramah. May the Lord bless the reading together, or if you were listening, the listening to of his word. Amen. David was the youngest of eight brothers. They all belonged to one man by the name Jesse, as we have read, a Bethlehemite. And you see, young David was just a shepherd boy, you know. A job not very popular for someone who would later become a king. He wasn't born a royal. You see, what the story of David teaches is that God knows every family on earth and has a plan for every life. I mean, not as a family, but as an individual. He has a plan for every life. If anyone was to become king among the children of Jesse, among the sons of Jesse, nobody would have expected it to be little David. I mean, even the prophet Samuel almost missed it, but for God. Let me read to you what happened in verses 6 and 7 of the same chapter, 1 Samuel 16, verses 6 and 7. Let's see what happened. He almost missed it, even the prophet. Verses 6 and 7 reads, so it was when they came 
But he looked at Eliab and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. Verse 7. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. You see, God loves to use people who wouldn't try. Getting the job is sending them done by themselves. But will have their total reliance or dependence on him. So, our looks, status, and all, does it matter to him? And when he does use these people, It shows us how amazing our God is. For he brings out the best out of nobodies, making it obvious that he is truly the one who gives all the ability to do well or to do great things. David, the man after God's own heart, went on to become one of the best kings Israel ever had. Was David indeed not one of a kind sort of king? I'm afraid this is all we've got time for this morning, my friends. But I want to thank you for joining me. Join me again tomorrow morning, Thursday, as we take another look at this topic, the one of a kind king. But until tomorrow, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you and your entire household, now and forever. Amen.
God with us here. 